Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. So some things should be obvious, but they're not to people. And that really makes me question whether we're losing our grip on reality. One of the things, and I mean no offense to anyone, I really don't. I don't mean any offense to folks who want to live here. I don't mean any offense to people from Mexico or anywhere else. Uh, But it would seem obvious, or it should, that countries need borders. And they, they don't need borders that are those in name only. They need real ones. Uh, because what, what do we mean by a border? Uh, we mean uh, that only those who have the rights and privileges uh, that accrue to citizens of the country uh, or who are welcomed in official manners uh, based on certain paradigms and protocols can cross those borders. Uh, if anybody can, then it really isn't a border. It's just well, any other piece of land, any other coordinates on the map, doesn't represent anything. Now, the reason that I think I can address this a little bit differently than others might uh, is because of my medical background, which I think has application in terms of understanding things that are non-medical too. I can see the world a little bit through those medical lenses. My years at Hopkins stayed with me in that way. And so, uh, and that was me sipping my Diet Coke, sorry about that, but so, uh, what I would say is this, Um, cells in the body, what do they have? They have boundaries too. Everything, in order to function, needs a boundary, right? So cylinders in a car need a boundary. They need to be cylinders. They can't just be air, otherwise you can't get them to function in the way that you need them to. And similarly, every cell in the body has a boundary. Uh, Otherwise, what do you have? You have something called cancer. And again, I mean no harm. I'm not trying to label anyone. I'm simply saying that if you don't have boundaries, you can't maintain the organism as a whole. The big threat to human beings is the breakdown of boundaries. Things that cross boundaries willy-nilly can kill the whole. And the whole, in this case, is the country. It would be a wonderful fantasy, uh, were it the case, that you could extend to every living person Uh, the rights and privileges that we extend to taxpayers in the United States without depleting the treasury such that the whole of the country would die. But that's not the case. In fact, just like the human body, there are systems in this country that require not being overloaded. Right? So in your body, you can't have an overabundance of blood cells, actually. There are people who do, you know, and they need uh, every so often to give blood, to donate blood, because they have too much blood volume. And what happens if you have too much blood volume? Your very good heart 
All right, so there's a metaphor for you. Your very good heart, like the United States has a very good heart. Love people, and it's strong, right? So we've been able to create an incredible culture and society. But our very good heart can be overwhelmed and stop beating if there are simply too many people coursing through our circulatory system, if you will, our our collective circulatory system. We built something, you know, we, we, sure, our culture, those uh, who have contributed tax dollars, those who have uh, lived by the, the rights and responsibilities and privileges in America, those with legacy here uh, have contributed uh, to the creation of a body politic. There's that word body. Uh, and a system of government, and certain rights and responsibilities and privileges, which, though it would be, a, again, a wonderful fantasy, if you extend them to everyone, without exception, anyone who arrives, what you have is an overload on the system. These are just realities. We, no one means any offense. But when you start <clears throat> embracing fiction and saying that you can have something called a country when you don't have borders, then it's like saying, well, you, you can have uh, a functioning, physiologically uh, sound body with no boundaries between cells. But we know that's not true. We know that that's actually a calamity. It's a calamity called cancer, right? And uh, it similarly wouldn't do to have all of our laws and rules uh, broken uh, by those who simply don't want to abide them, uh, because uh, if you do that, then similarly all the same uh, fallout would accrue. Meaning, if you don't have rules that govern the way that respiration works, the way that circulation works in the body, uh, w how things flow in which direction, then you have chaos. You can't sustain the overall organism. And why is that important anyhow? Well, it's important because uh, one of the main things that we like to do when our bodies are working just fine and when our physiology is running as it should and when we have boundaries between individuals and between the organs in our bodies, one from another, uh, and we have vessels that carry blood, and uh, we don't want those broken down, and they're working well. One of the things we like to do is think and create. The United States is no different. It's no different than an individual in that way. Uh, we've been graced with the capacity because of the rules, because of the boundaries, because of the borders we've put in place, because we have a country, we've been able to then focus and achieve some remarkable things. It's not an accident that you hear about so many medical developments coming from this country. It's not an accident that you hear about so many spectacular technology advancements coming from this country. The good ones, I mean, not necessarily the next social network. Uh, it's not an accident uh, that when other countries that uh, care about freedom are uh, pressured leaned on by countries that 
don't appreciate freedom that they turn to the United States because we're so powerful militarily, because we developed the hardware, the know-how, and the software to do that, to defend the nation, because the nation has boundaries, borders, etc. We were able to think and create, and it's not just for us. Man, if you've got an illness, no doubt, whether you live in Spain, uh, in uh, Russia, uh, in China, in Israel, in many other countries, in every other country, you're likely to benefit from advances developed in this country. Hmm? So it's not so bad uh, that we have borders that define this nation. Because without those borders, we don't have a real country, a body politic. We don't have the repose to reflect we don't have the ability to create. Uh, we don't have predictability either. If you don't know how many people are going to live in your country, how many are going to be receiving benefits, how many are going to go to school, uh, how many have the right to vote, you have nothing. You don't have anything, in fact. In fact, you have the opposite of a functioning system. You have a leaky system that isn't defined really as anything, because you've undefined it. You've taken away the definition. In fact, mostly what that country would then stand for is a breakdown of the system and architecture that once was productive. It's true for everything, by the way. Everything. What do you bring your car in for a lot of time? Well, there's a leak in the oil it's not staying where it's supposed to. Like, this is a universal, in a way, issue. When you create structure, you mean it. For things to function, they have to maintain that structure. Those who would do away with it are trying to do away with the entity. And then you start to say, well, wait a second. Do I, is that so? Is it okay to believe that? Well, I think it is, because I think you got to just add up the numbers in this crazy world that we're living in, and sometimes just do the arithmetic and take the answers as you get them. And so, sure, yes, absolutely. In fact, those who would say the country should have no borders or very porous borders are looking to end the country. And I wouldn't even say the country as we know it, because... you. <laughs> Look, you just can't have a country if you don't have borders, boundaries, and if you don't enforce them. Now, what the rules should be at the borders, that's another question. But you got to have them, right? Who should be able to come in? What rights and privileges do they have? By the way, this, uh, I'm not, la again, I'm not labeling anyone, and I don't care from where they come. So I'm not being culturally insensitive. Got to warn everybody about that. I don't want to be canceled again. I've been canceled once. How many times can you be canceled? Okay, so I'll be very careful. I'm not labeling any particular nation, southern border, northern border, eastern, western, doesn't matter. Okay, but you can't extend to everyone the same rights and privileges because what you have then is a system that's leaking where you can't define anything, you can't predict anything, you can't plan anything, right? And you can't impart to the folks who are coming 
some of the values that make the system work. Again, the cancer analogy is apt because when you think about it, cancer cells, the reason they're bad is that they're not governed by the rules that govern organs in the body otherwise. They lack things like contact inhibition. They they don't respect the boundaries of other cells. They get lost in the body and then reappear and cause trouble where they where they land, if you will. Now, this sounds a lot like the folks who are supposed to come back to be adjudicated because they've come into the country illegally, they've been arrested, then they're caught and released, if you will, uh, into the body as a whole. Now, that's a problem because if you actually said to yourself, oh, wait, I'm going to go with this analogy a little bit further, you'd say through no fault of their own, but only because you can't possibly prepare an individual who enters the country illegally to participate as a whole. Now, there are some exceptions, but as a whole, you can't possibly expect them to participate in the ways that you would hope according to the rules and creating productive outcomes, right? Because there's been no preparation. You don't know the educational background of the people. You don't know the health status of the people. You don't know their values culturally. You don't know anything. And so because of that, you have something that politically mimics cancer physiologically. And if you, and, and if you insist that that's the way you're going to conduct your country then you basically are a country that has decided that it will not treat in any way the cancer. Countries like that die. People who argue for countries to operate that way are, you know, condemning the country to a death sentence. Now, the question, I guess, would be psychologically, why would anyone do that? If you grow up in a nation like ours, why would you want to do that? Well... That's a really good question, okay? But some of the answer may be based in uh, the notion, the, the idealistic notion that a system can be infinitely expandable, that it doesn't matter how much the engine does, what's asked of it. It doesn't matter because it's a miracle what's been created. Now, that's not, you know, assigned to people terrible motives, like trying to stack the vote in their favor, right? Some people say the Democrats are doing that, letting in people who are more likely to vote for them because we don't check for voting registration basically at all. So, uh, you know, they say, hey, they're stacking the deck. But even if you said, well, no, they're really just idealists who are saying this, uh, it's misplaced idealism because there isn't in the whole world a system that can operate without boundaries, borders, rules, expectations, being able to predict, right, what can come of it for the greatest number of people. I don't think there's anybody who would say, well, you know, if we had the resources, we're not deploying them. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to share. No, the the issue isn't that. The issue is can the overall can the overall entity entity called the United States survive without boundaries? And the answer I would say is no, it can't. 
Same with your home. You can't have guests in uh, untold numbers and try to feed all of them and expect to have what's called a household. It just won't work. You'd expect even that if you didn't know the folks that you might have crimes unfolding. Again, meaning no harm or to impugn anyone's reputation or character. Not labeling anybody. You would just say, look, I don't know these folks and they're here. This is concerning to me. Why can't we get that through our heads? I don't know. Okay? I don't know. But you can see the chaos that's unfolding at the border because of this wrong-minded notion. Just tell everybody, come on over. Well, people take you up on that. But it's a chaotic, non-rule-based system. So is it any surprise that kids would be at the border without their parents, that people would be crossing the border haphazardly, that there would be all manner of intrigue and crime uh, related to getting people across the border. No, that's not surprising because remember the cancer metaphor. Cancer cells thrive and travel malignantly to all different places in the body and set up shop because of the lack of rules. Because they're able, able in quotes, to disable the boundary. Amazing. Amazing that this is being tolerated in this country right now. And so, again, one of the ways out of uh, being accused of labeling anyone or being uh, seen as politically incorrect or being uh intolerant. You know, I suppose we all have the capacity to be intolerant, but one of the ways out of it is to just think in terms of systems, not not in terms of uh, uh, enriching oneself or, or protecting one's domain, but simply can a system survive that has no boundaries? No, an engine can't, a computer can't hold infinite memory A body, the human body, can't survive without rules that govern its function. Nothing can. And that includes the United States. So we better get back to some basic rules that we actually enforce without hatred toward anyone, with compassion for everyone. It's not compassionate to have a system dismantled such that the greatest nation on earth is no more. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978 462 1125 and the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.